1: Welcome to On The Mic with My City Social. This is our very first episode. That's right. We're very are excited. And today we're going to talk about influencer fatigue and how the landscape for influencers is changing.
2: I love it. Welcome, right. welcome.
1: Welcome, welcome. My name is Nick. Thank you for joining. Yeah, this Alex is Alex.
2: From- yeah, my name is
1: Joshua. Welcome. And Super we're excited, excited. that excited. Uh, we have you as an audience out here and we get a chance to talk about this exciting new topic, which is influencers and how the landscape for influencers has changed significantly.
2: Definitely. That's right. Definitely. And,
1: um, you know, we also want to talk about not only where it's changed, but where it's going as well.
2: I love it. I think influencer influ- influencers have changed a lot since it first began. Oh, yeah,
3: definitely. I agree. There was a, a huge decline. I mean, they rose really fast. And then you're starting to see now, like it's starting to, I guess, die out, be
2: too generic. People expect it too too much now.
1: Yes. I feel like a lot of
2: people I speak to now are influencers. That was going to be my my question. Do you feel like there's too many influencers? Yes. Way too many. You don't know me, man? That's a hard yes. You don't know me?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm an influencer, founder slash CEO slash started this movement,
1: man. True story. I actually ran into several of those examples. Yeah. Really? You want to elaborate? Um, yeah, I was doing an interview with a guy, and he said, "Do you know who I am?" Ooh. I said, "No." <laughs> am I you should to?
3: ask. You should ask him. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I am literally your boss right now.
1: So that's crazy. I guess one of the big questions to ask is, "What is even an influencer?" Do we
2: know? What is an influencer? What I'm makes sorry. you an influencer? I feel like what makes
3: you an influencer is the idea of, I guess, uh, pitching services, brand products. With your humongous following base, I say in quotes, following base.
1: I think an influencer used to be different than what it is now in, in a agree. sense where that is true. back then you just needed a lot of followers and you were automatically an influencer.
2: Yeah, yeah that's true. I was going to say, so like you don't necessarily need a product to promote to be an influencer. I think it's just kind of like if you have your your little audience that responds to what you post, I think you can more or less be labeled as an influencer or most people take that parameter and label themselves as an influencer yeah. because they have so and so amount of followers so on and so forth.
1: Yeah I, I definitely agree with that uh, but I, I think nowadays anyone go, can go buy followers
2: so oh, yeah. that's a definitely. big one oh that's a big one.
3: You can literally buy like 10,000 followers for like 20 bucks mm. but they're all fake how do you feel do when anything? you see that? When you go
2: on someone's
1: page,
3: I'm disgusted. Well, I, first of all, you don't know yet.
1: We know what to look for, though.
3: Yeah, that is true. Nick, what do we look for?
1: So, I like to go into into the profiles, and you look at the 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 followers, right? And if if there's a lot of followers with um, two likes, two two <laughs> likes, right? They have one post. Mm-hmm. These are fake accounts.
2: I agree. That's right.
1: And there's I don't know, hundreds of millions of fake accounts out there. Yeah.
3: And then, it's there's ridiculous. another way you can check it too. Is if you actually go in the followers, like I guess, a little square, mm-hmm. you can actually go to each profile, click on them, and then usually it'll be like a little bot or like some fake profile picture. Really? That, I mean, it's very time consuming, but if you really want to know if it's real, I mean, if you're gonna, you know, pitch in money like to check. to invest in this influencer, you can check it that way too. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now I've seen accounts that have been rolled back. Right. They lose. Fake followers. Yeah, I've seen that. There was
3: a huge update with Instagram, like I think three months ago. Yeah, not too long we ago. Had, we had a client that had over ten thousand followers. It took them all don't the tell way. Him, don't tell them. Don't tell about this, but <laughs> but after the update, it dropped. down if you're listening, it dropped them down to six thousand. <laughs> wow, that's that's after, uh, cause, uh, almost half. Yeah, yeah, they they did an update where like they were just removing all the bots all the fake profiles
2: you'll be surprised I, like using bots is actually very prominent nowadays I've ran into so many people especially here you know in Orlando unfortunately uh, a lot of people say they use bots and you know they even ask you hey you know I know I know how to get uh, all these followers you do this this and this and like That's personally I'm turned off by it I don't like it at yeah, all yeah.
1: So, so one of the things I like to look for is you know obviously followers is still important right yeah. but it has to be accompanied with some type of engagement engagement right um, so I think those are two important elements right in in being an influencer having the followers having the engagement this is where people are are actually liking your posts and so on what other elements make somebody an influencer?
2: well I was going to go deeper into the likes do you think that with with the likes you think that's just enough to kind of validate your influencer status or to be honest do you think likes is just don't really matter I thought
3: no that that was a main factor of what they, they uh measure is likes. Like let's say if I was a company and I told you to post something about my product, if you got five likes I would be like destroyed. But if you got like ten thousand likes, I'll be like, wow. Yeah.
1: I think category is important too. So I know there's different cat you can have a, a health and beauty influencer that does health that and beauty true. posts, right? Yeah. yeah. Or you have a fitness influencer. Wow, or I see so many influencer. of those. So yeah. many of
2: those. Yeah, I remember oh the God. influx of fitness. I was one of those. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> you know, so perhaps you have your industry, right? Mm-hmm. You have the number of followers. You have your engagement. So you have these different elements. One thing, Alex, you mentioned in the beginning was you might have to sell something. Does right. that make you an influencer?
3: Usually what they do is they give you like a discount code. Yeah. You know, use this link follow the website and just, you know, buy the product from there. Because that gives them a good indication of who's actually buying, like what influencers actually have an audience that are buying the product.
2: Yeah. I don't think it's enough to just sell something that makes you an influencer. Um, I think it's it's all of those elements all together. You know, having the comments, having the likes, having people respond to a product that you're selling. And one element that's not really talked about, you can't really measure is I think authenticity too. Yes. Because nowadays people can see through if you're not authentic in your social media no. posts or anything. I feel like that's a factor of influence that is not measured.
1: No. I, I think that's important because ultimately the point of an influencer is to help sell products, right? That's correct. And that element right there is what's g- going to be very important in selling products. I agree. Yeah. I agree. You know, so we have authenticity, the industry, the number of followers, engagement.
2: Comments And nowadays, comments. even with Instagram stories, how many people interact with your stories, I think no. that's a really big one. Yeah. Using the sliders and all these little polls and stuff.
1: So I, can you agree those are going to be some of the basic elements oh, of yeah. what an influencer yeah. is? 100%. So,
2: you,
3: you, can, like you can have a really big following base. Like, Let's say Kim Kardashian, for example, has millions of followers. You can't really measure that. But with someone that's really small, let's say like 330,000 followers, those are... Pretty real followers based off the if they have high engagement engagement rate. Yeah. So,
1: what levels of influence are there? You know, so that that's another great question, Alex. Um, are you an influencer? If you're Kim Kardashian and you have millions and millions, yeah. you know, do you qualify? If you have eight hundred thousand, do you qualify? If you have a hundred thousand? Uh, I met a guy today. He has. Three thousand, and I think he qualified himself as an influencer. Do you
2: know me? <laughs> Do you know me? I think with so, everything is just levels. Um, yeah. Depending on if someone wants to leverage influencers, they'll look at the level of influence somebody has. So, whereas someone has millions of followers and super high engagement rate, that's obviously top tier. As opposed to someone with only five k mm-hmm. and only so
1: few. you could be like the Ruth Chris of you know of influencers huh. or the McDonald's of influencers. So, yeah, depending on. Speaking of levels, did you guys know
3: about the 30% rule?
1: Talk to him. I'd love to hear about it. Okay,
3: I'll tell you. The 30% rule is basically the idea that people with a big following, like they can only be friends with people that are 30% below or above. Why? And it's more, if you look at it like compensation, followers are like compensation. Mm -hmm. And you look, let's say, I mean, millionaire friends are only going to be friends with millionaire people. They're not gonna be friends with like the poor and stuff oh, like that. Okay, okay, So kinda like look at it like that. Yeah. That's how they treat So what them. do
1: you unfollow those people that involve um, within that range? That's a good well, question. Well the idea
3: is that like usually influencers with the same like audience and stuff like that, they collaborate and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I guess like if you don't meet their criteria of thirty percent,
2: they don't mess with you. So it's almost taking that same concept where rich people hang out with rich people yeah. and just using it on social media? Some people yeah. don't
3: do it. But it's definitely a thing out there. Yeah, uh, it's like, a it's, like a, it's like underground kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: So I, I, that could be a tip for an influencer. Yeah. So okay. So you know, what, what, I think one of the key questions is where has influencing gone today? We've seen it evolve, right? Yeah. Um, Ooh. I, I can tell you, I think everybody would agree with me. There's many more
2: influencers today. hundred I mean, percent. Oh lot yeah. A lot more. I you can. Agree. You can influence I'll anything see, nowadays. I'll
3: see an Instagram page with like the founder of whatever with like 400 followers engagements of like negative 0 thousand yeah that's a number too yeah, negative nice. 0 thousand <laughs> um, yeah
2: i think there's a big mixture of very authentic influencers and those who i don't want to say fake but almost they fake their influence cuz nowadays you can just open up a page throw the title of ceo in your in your description in your bio and call yourself an influencer.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so influencer could be the new entrepreneur. Oh man, that's another one to me. Nope. <laughs> that's a big
2: one.
3: <laughs> entrepreneur. been, yeah. been there. But, uh, entrepreneur that, used uh,
1: to mean jobless back in the day, um, <laughs> really. Or so I was told. I mean, told, it's so still the same thing now. But yeah, but um, is there an oversaturation of influencers? Is the question?
2: Yes, in a way. Uh, I think it's just It's gotten to be Such a mainstream movement That Nowadays if you really Want to become an influencer You have to do more Than just have good likes Or yeah. good looks Or you got
3: gonna uh, have Super engaging yeah, content Yeah exactly and, the, the thing that I read Was that It's becoming way too generic Like yeah, people yeah. expect it People want oh, real man. stuff
1: So Joshua I think you hit it Right on the head When you said authenticity Right mm-hmm. Because You can just be A good looking person With a lot of likes And engagement Yeah and you really don't have a whole lot of
2: value to a business. Keyword. How do you measure authenticity? I think just how do you measure value? It's kind of like one of those things where if you, if you follow somebody and you're looking at their posts and you can take something from what they're posting, I think that's good value. So if, if someone's posting a mixture of motivation but yet they drop little tidbits of information, um, and they have a nice mixture of value, motivation, and just kind of things that get a crowd moving in the, in in whatever direction they're they're. I guess a good envisioning example. Yeah, a good example of, of that
3: is Gary V. Yeah, super good content. Mm-hmm. And I imagine the same like another dude doing the same sort of like approach, but he has like, you know, five hundred followers, not super engaging, doesn't yeah. put his heart and passion into it. Gary Vee. He grinds it every day and puts the emotional aspect into
2: it. I I feel like when you can touch on emotion and move a crowd based on that, that's that's valuable and not be so cringy
1: too. And you have a great point. So
2: I think when I when I used to think of your traditional
1: influencer, it Mm -hmm. would be somebody selling you something on their page, where nowadays it that doesn't necessarily have to be the fact. Gary V doesn't sell anything. Not at all. He just gives
3: value daily. You know, would you call him an influencer?
1: Say that one more time. Would you call Gary Vee an, an influencer? I would definitely. Yeah. I think with the need he nowadays for that. for
2: authentic that. content, you know, we're we're working with like the millennials nowadays, and and what generation are you? A generation Z. Generation Z. Generation Z. Where where authenticity is the name of the game nowadays. Yeah. You know, I think um, if you bring that to the table, then you'll most likely be at the top tier of influencers versus people who just post a beautiful picture and get likes. So as you
1: know, we work with small businesses, right? Hundred percent, right. So if you're a small business owner and you're listening to this. How do you know what to look for? So that they're, you know, they're thinking, "Wow, an I need to find one of those guys, right? If they're listening to this." Mm-hmm. Like, what are they going to look for? How do they find a I know with this type of person. Uh,
3: my restaurant clients, um, they did have an interest to find influencers to, you know, reach to a younger audience. And I tried my best to find influencers. It was super hard like to get in contact with them and to set up an actual date for them to actually come to the restaurant and take pictures and all that stuff. Um, I forgot what I was going with that.
2: It's all right. We'll <laughs> to be it honest. Up. I think, I think as, a, as a small business, when you're looking for influencers, again, it's almost just touching on what brings value to your company. Look for somebody who embodies your vision, who embodies your direction, and use them to basically accomplish the goal that you're going for, whether it be selling more of a product, um, anything like that. Just kind of look for someone who embodies your same vision and yeah. provides value daily, but most importantly, just has that engagement and you yeah. know has what you're looking for. Yeah, when for I was looking person. for
3: these guys, the the big thing that I looked at was followers, mm-hmm. engagement, and likes.
1: Yeah, and personality too. Yeah. So somebody that would resonate with your target demographic, hundred mm-hmm. percent, or
2: even resonate with you, because just with with social media, it's just an extension of ourselves at the end of the day. So it, when you have somebody who's just as authentic on social media as they are in person, yeah, um, it's going to work. If you like them in person. You, or you like them on social media and you like them the same way in person, I feel like that's a big, that's yeah. a big metric as well. So if I own a tattoo shop, mm-hmm. I'm not going to have an influencer
1: that doesn't have a single tattoo.
2: That is true. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. I think it would be right. kind of tough to do that.
3: Be an activist. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, we want to find somebody
1: that, that matches our, our yeah, target demographic. 100%.
2: Exactly. Our demographic. Yeah, our so that's,
1: you know, that's obviously key.
3: And to, to follow up with your question on why influencers have grown so much, how do you guys feel about e-commerce? E-commerce is now like the the boomer right now. E-commerce shops, online websites. Obviously, you need influencers to promote that product. And such a huge increase in e-commerce shops. Mm-hmm. Everyone's yeah. like, I want to be that. I want to be an influencer. I want to you know, promote that product. I want to do that.
2: So you think with the big influx of e-commerce shops, you you feel like you yeah. need more influencers to push those products? Definitely.
1: I think... Influencers can definitely help push e-commerce for sure. Yeah, it it almost seems like a business would benefit from having a variation of influencers out there, mm-hmm. right? Rather than having the same one over and over again, mm-hmm. as well.
3: And also, big businesses they collaborate with them too. Like uh, Adidas, they just dropped a new like uh, set of merchandise with Beyonce. Have you guys seen that? I seen think that? I, d- I think I did see yeah, that. She yeah, she like released an entire clothing line, so I guess like they can collaborate with them too.
1: So. For a business owner today, since there's so many influencers out there, right, um, has the price for an influencer dropped due to a s- oversaturation in the marketplace?
3: I, I think the price of an influencer depends on how much hype they have, mm-hmm. like how much attraction or, you know.
2: That's a good question. How
3: much people are actually paying attention to them.
1: Yeah, because I, I know back in the day, if you had a lot of followers, yeah, you got to get free airfare oh yeah free yeah. hotels free dinners youtubers and you know now even on uh expedia you even see you know in the description they'll say mm-hmm. like if you're an influencer please don't contact us for a free
2: room or no way they, they say do. that yeah that's crazy yeah that shows how many people are trying to leverage that i think just with anything like when the market grows now you have to look deeper into what's on the surface Right as the, as the market grows, you have to look like I said for for the authentic portion, mm-hmm. and something that's real. And at the end of the day, the market is the market. So if you're good, and you're, you have that that influencer status that you're you're moving crowds and you're doing a nice movement, you know you you'll be at the top of of any influencer. Just gotta yourself. Yeah.
1: It, it sounds like you need to be more of a business as an influencer now, Yes, yes sir. than Definitely. just a individual with a lot of followers. Yeah. Definitely. You have to treat it like a business. Have to. And the likelihood of getting free products and freebies is Mm. probably going down significantly.
3: Speaking of free products, do you guys think that with people with such an influence or a lot of followers, do you think people with fake followers that abuse that power should do that? Or people with real followers, with real engagement?
1: You know, I I feel bad for maybe a hotel owner that gets – approached by somebody with i don't know a million fake followers and they don't know what to look for right yeah and they might actually agree to that and that's a good
3: point no they, i, I don't know and is that guy ever
1: going to work with <laughs> an influencer
2: again yeah that's a very good point probably not
3: because they could be like all right this is our setup fee and it's like a huge percentage and they could literally just be like i posted it and then i can, I can go now <laughs> yes i can go now i post it <laughs>
1: I like
2: your influencer impression. I love you. you. That was pretty good. good. You want to hear it again? You practiced that before getting in the show? All right.
3: I saw your product. All right. I'm (laughs) going
2: to go now. (laughs) No, I think it's a very good point, though. It's um,
3: because there's a thing where influencers will use their followers, their engagement or whatever. Yeah. To get free stuff. Yeah. To me, I don't like that. Unless they are really passionate about the company and they really want to promote. Yeah. But then if you have a fake audience, like, get out of here, bro.
1: Yeah, that's going away, and I I even see influencers now that are actually labeling the ads as an ad. So this is a paid ad. Oh from
3: yeah, 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 I saw such. that. That's a huge thing with Instagram. I saw that. Yeah. They'll
2: they'll have an ad and label it as a paid yeah, ad. Yeah, Like yes. if you see an ad on Instagram, it'll be like paid sponsorship with. Nike. Yeah. So what they just put it in the location. Yeah. Sp- yeah. I wow. That's like a truth in I don't know how they do that, but.
1: It, I believe it's, you know, you have to label something as an ad if it's an ad, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise it can be mislabeling. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Instagram.
2: Well, wow. I mean, you know, people, people are willing to go to new heights to, yeah. to try to stand out from the rest of the crowd. But I think it just takes just having that knowledge of what to look for so nowadays here, is a big one because most people don't know what to look for, hmm, especially small businesses. So
3: here's a question for the audience. Go for it. If you had a huge following base, you're an influencer, you know that they're fake. Would you abuse the power? And then for people that have real engagement and worked hard for it, would you utilize it? Mm. Would that be considered abusive? I don't think because we don't know. Yeah, we don't know what is abusive because we can't. I guess verify I think, yeah, their I, followers.
2: Yeah, if you can bring real value to a business, then I think by all means go for it.
1: Yeah, I think the average person would agree. If you're if you're buying something and you're misleading, yeah, then they would probably agree that's that's unethical. But that's it's cool.
3: so easy nowadays to be misleading or like. To put on this fake persona.
1: Unless on Instagram does another update and <laughs> takes away all
2: your fake followers. It takes away all your followers. Now you have...
3: Oh, man. I just lost 2K, like 25,000. 2K well, followers. Spent like 50 bucks on those. Think
1: of what that does for your reputation. How long it's going to take to get your reputation back when all true. of a sudden all your followers are gone. Are gone. How do you
2: explain that?
3: You know what people... I think you
2: don't explain it. I think it explains itself. You know what people do?
3: <laughs> you know honest. what people do? They go, oh... Made a new account. My account got hacked. It got <laughs> deleted.
2: Oh, you know how many yeah. times I've yes. seen that account deleted Seriously? at seventy k. Wow. That's a thing. Account deleted at
3: eighty k. Like, oh man. So I got to restart. Follow me again.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I guess <laughs> naturally, crazy. you know, we have to ask: Where is influencer marketing going? In what direction?
2: Ooh. Man, that's a
3: deep question. Give me like twenty five seconds to think about that. Where is
2: it going? I think yeah, it's, it's so. going. Like I said, with the with the big thing nowadays of authenticity and just being real and actually providing real value Mm. now where people are going to start having more knowledge on what to look for, on what to believe what not to believe Um, I think there's going to be more attention on looking for those details as opposed to just looking at what's on the surface like likes Mm. and you know a pretty photo or something like that. I guess
3: like defining what makes you stand out from everyone Because, again, it's a huge explosion with everyone just trying to hop on this influencer train. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I do feel like with the saturation of influencers out there that the prices that influencers charge advertisers is going to go down significantly. Yeah. Right? And obviously you're going to have your premium advertisers, uh, your premium influencers that are are always going to be expensive. Yeah. You know, like your Kardashians and all your big accounts. I don't think they're going to drop in value because, you know, they're – Especially Ultra not popular.
3: Especially not in makeup. There, there's no way.
1: No, <laughs> makeup was a big. That's right. Yeah. But for I think the more average influencer, mm-hmm. if that, you know, is not like an oxymoron, like an average influencer.
2: Yeah, I think it's just going to um, be how yeah. how social media kind of leveled the playing field, right? And now now that everybody's going to get on social media, now it's like the true players are going to stand out rather than the more the, the average ones yeah. and the below average ones. Yeah, I think it'll be an opportunity for it to see who's really influencing, who's really making a difference.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I do see businesses continuing to work with influencers. I agree to grow their brands, especially as e-commerce continues to explode. Mm. Um, I heard a stat that eighty something percent of all Christmas shopping was done online. Really, this last year. So that's big. Yeah, that's a lot. So you know, with that said. Um, these businesses, these e-commerce sites, are still going to be interested in working with influencers to sell
2: their product. Yeah, definitely.
3: So, do you think influencers are in the the breach of dying or growing? I think like the, the value, the investment.
1: I think we're seeing a, a maturing of the industry. That's true, right? And we've gone, we've kind of gone from the wild west to Instagram now requiring ads be labeled as ads, yep. influencers mm-hmm. properly. Um, Document who who their audience is, what industry they cater to, mm-hmm. and businesses are a little more educated as far as who they select and so on.
2: I agree. I think you hit you hit it right on the head. The maturity of it. And I think that's what I was trying to explain. I just didn't use the word. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I agree hundred percent. You know, we're we're seeing the market evolve for influencers, whereas it was such a big thing to have these followers. Now it's like, what are you really doing? Like, what's the true value of it?
1: So I guess if if influencers are growing right mm-hmm. is there going to be a point where influencers are more in demand than radio ads or tv ads mm. or Ooh. billboards i know billboards, Definitely billboards
3: i feel like people just pay for billboards just yeah. to do it like they don't yeah, look at the i return don't look in, at billboards they don't look at the return on investment they're just like all right i I'm want my face up on that board now and they just pay for it
2: yeah yeah i'm not ai don't know how i feel about billboards i know um that's definitely traditional marketing. I think,
3: you know what's next for billboards?
1: What's
2: that?
3: Like holographic signs. Holographic like, signs. Yeah, like how they move.
2: That'd be kind of distracting, right, while you're driving. Oh, and yeah. And all of a sudden this hand goes to grab <laughs> you <laughs> in the middle hey, of the street or something. I think we have way <laughs> it, too many distractions it already. It did its job. Yeah. It got you. I already see people driving with one hand and the the iPhone is on the other hand. I it's don't a, think.
1: They're looking at influencers. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, wow, he's a founder, yeah. CEO, such small business owner. Wow. No, it's, That's it's crazy. That's <laughs> amazing.
2: Everything is all digital. Everything's going to be digital, and I think the, the, the true big players are going to stand out, and the small ones, we'll see. We'll see how the competition yeah. goes.
1: Yeah. But I think it's safe to say that influencers aren't going anywhere, right?
3: I agree.
2: I don't no. think they're going anywhere.
1: But I, I think it is safe to say if you're going to be an influencer, you have to take it a little more serious. Yeah. 100%. Be a little more organized. Because you've got
3: a lot of people yep. doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You got, I guess you've got to define your category that you want to, I guess, thrive in.
2: Find yep. your tribe. That's right. Yeah, and you just
1: go go all in, all in, in it. Yeah, and moving forward, you know, just the calling yourself an influencer, I think, is is just not going to be something you can do. Like, it's like, not enough. Give value. Give it's, value. It's not enough. Be
3: passionate. Go to that business. And be like, I want to sell your product. Here's what I
2: can do. And I think it's gonna it's gonna have a lot to do with with self awareness too. Like self awareness is gonna play a really big part in it. Because, um, like I said, you can really see if someone's about what they're saying, uh, it's super easy to kind of distinguish where if somebody's kind of like, you can kind of see through the the BS. Yeah, nowadays.
1: And you know, even if you visit mycitysocial.com, com, you'll see we have the influencer marketplace on Ooh, the top. Oh yes, sir. And that's you know that's a place that we developed where, as a business, you can go on post a job, and it will be sent out to the appropriate influencers to bid on the job and so on. And I like that. You know, just really be part of of that next generation of influencers out there
2: definitely help you find the right influencer for your business yeah no
1: so i think we uh pretty much define pretty well what you know an influencer is and Mm -hmm. where we think it's going to go and 100 you know i think it's safe to say
2: influencers are here to stay they're here to stay that's right find those that bring value what if you can give some tips right now to a small business owner um just kind of leave them with something what what would you give them on influencers?
3: All right, for the ones that don't know how to work Instagram or Facebook, or they don't even know if that exists, go to your nearest granddaughter, child, son, and you ask them.
1: Yeah, my advice to you is: don't only look at the following. Yeah. Right. Look at the interactions, not only the likes, right, but look at the comments. Mm-hmm. And don't
3: at, Don't be scared to ask the influencer like to verify. That the people that you have are real,
1: yeah. Oh, that's, that, that, that's a and good one, I like that. And if you end up picking an influencer, don't be salesy.
2: No, that's not going to make sales. Personality, I think you need to be personable.
1: Yeah, this isn't a you know a type of ad where you just want to put you know buy now get fifteen percent off. One hundred percent. That's not really how influencing works.
2: I think it's more emotional than anything nowadays. Like yeah. more. know we we all want to feel included we all want to feel like we're cared for um and really touching on that emotion i think is going to be a big a big attribute for for effective influencers
1: absolutely so all right well let's do it yeah i had fun chatting about this i love it thank you guys thank you for joining thank you all for tuning in yes and thank you for listening to our first podcast let's get it (laughs)
3: We gotta play the audience. Play the audience.
0: We're done.